So, hey, it's Her Minority Report here with you. And so far, we've been dealing with this pandemic for about two or three months. And about one month, I'll say, for the statewide shutdown that, that went into effect with Governor Hogan here in Maryland, of course. Um, and I got to say, this is a real test of who can adapt, okay? Because personally, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I take care of a few things. Um, but I'm here right now trying to play teacher with homeschooling my kid, and I've just about quit every single time. It's so hard, but what can we do? We must adapt. You know, I used to order out twice a week. Not anymore. We're cooking. We cooking every day. Okay. Every day. I can't, you can't imagine the the meal prep that goes into this for four people. I digress. And I am not trying to have one of these Corona babies out here because Honey, that's just not the move for right now, okay? At all. Let me have some of this. Anytime I do a podcast, I need to have my wine, have my brownies. I like to set the mood. Um, Even if it's just me that's listening, I like to set the mood for myself because these are some times. These are some heavy times we're talking about. We're in right. These are some heavy times we're in right now. And I wanted to talk about some things that I heard in the news this month and this week that I really can't seem to get out of my head. Um, one of the things, <laughs> of course, is 45. He's a real jewel, real treasure. Anybody that wants a test can get a test. That's what I would just say. Anybody that wants a test can get a test. Anybody that wants a test can get a test. End quote. Point blank period. That was your president on March 6th of this year, 2020. Um, And could we just rewind a little bit there? Because I think that sounds really similar maybe to something that you guys heard like if you like your health care plan you can keep it does anybody remember that president obama saying that i just want to say keep that same energy keep the same energy um if you uh may or may or may not remember ultimately that promise was impossible to keep um Super hard. I think uh, one of these news people, uh, PolitiFact or CNN, one of these guys named it the lie of 2013. And I want to make sure that we coin this phrase. If anybody that wants a test can get a test, the lie of 2020. Okay. Um, Because this thing got a lot of folks in uproar back then. So I know our memories can be a bit short. You know, I'm a mom of two sometimes three, holy cow. So I can understand the forgetting of things dilemma, you know, but basically, you know, in a nutshell, Obama, Obamacare tried to grandfather in like an existing healthcare plan. Like he tried to grandfather in existing healthcare plans, but insurers didn't want to allow it because they thought that 
I guess the rules for Obamacare was just too hard, too strict. I don't know. But ultimately, it caused these people, it caused these insurers to force folks off of their current plans or they had to switch it. And of course, that, you know, allowed these insurers, these private insurance to charge these people higher rates. Of course it did. Why, why would they want to, you know, give you more for the same amount that you're paying? Okay. Um, so everybody got upset. And of course, I guess the 4 million people whose insurance plans got canceled because this grandfather clause that Obama tried to, tried to put in, it failed. You know, it just, it just wasn't enough. He tried, he tried, but it wasn't enough. So keep that same energy because y'all gave that man hell for the, oh, if you want to, if you, if, if, if you want to, uh, if you want your healthcare plan, if you like your healthcare plan, you can keep it, keep that same energy. Cause you guys gave that man all hell back then in 20, 2013. Okay. Um, by the way, um, And now, a public service announcement brought to you by our friends from the Center for Disease Control, the CDC. Pandemics can be stressful. The outbreak of this coronavirus disease, 2019, COVID-19, may be stressful for people. You know, fear and anxiety about a disease can be overwhelming and can cause emotions in adults and children. Um, Coping with stress, you know, make you, uh, the people you care about, and your community stronger. So, stress during an infectious disease outbreak, you know, it can, it can really, you know, stress people out. That can, like, include fear and worry about your own health and the safety of your loved ones. Changes in sleep or eating patterns me eating brownies and wine at what 11 o'clock at night (laughs) difficulty sleeping or concentrating worsening of chronic health problems worsening of mental health problems increased use of alcohol tobacco and other stuff you know everyone reacts differently to stressful situations Um, how you respond to said situations or in this particular instance this outbreak can depend on a lot of different things like your background the things um, that make you different from other people and the people around you of course Um, so uh, people who might respond strongly to this a couple of things to keep in mind older people and people with chronic diseases who are at high risk for severe illnesses from COVID-19. They've been telling us this, they've been telling us this from like the beginning. Children and teens, I wanna stress that part there. Um, Parents, please be calm and confident when you talk to your little babies, talk to your kids, your teens, about what's going on um, in in, in, in our news, what's going on in the pandemic, what's going on in the world around them if we're calm if we seem like we have our bearings and our control about us and talking about it with them they're going to be calm they're going to be confident as well and we'll be better thanks amanda seals
Okay, so fast forward to this year, March 6th, when 45 said, anybody that wants a test can get a test. Does that sound like something you've heard before? If it does, keep that same energy because our current 2020 presidential incumbent, that guy, holds daily public health briefings in which he talks about politics. He's using these things as like he's at a campaign rally. You know, he talks about politics, how he's been mistreated by the media. Oh, and actually encourages people to break the law by protesting stay at home restrictions. And he makes absolutely no apologies for that. That last part is actually um, orders that were given by state governors put in place to try and ease the spread of Miss Corona because she getting she affecting everybody okay um by the way i just read that covid-19 was actually given its name because of the type of virus it is and also the year that it started not because it's like the 19th version of the coronavirus i don't know who i heard in the news say this but um, it definitely had me go and do some reading because it didn't sound right. I wasn't sure if that was just me. I don't know. I don't remember who said that, but yeah, this isn't the 19th version of the coronavirus. This is just the year. This is just the year that the coronavirus started. Um, I just wanted to look that up and be clear, clear things up for myself. So currently, um, as of 420, there is no nationwide system in place for testing um, COVID-19. None, none at all. We've known about this thing almost thing almost three months now, one month in lockdown, and there is still no nationwide testing. Um, 45 says that our testing is the absolute best in the world. Please understand that America has over, as of today, um, 419, over 760,000 cases of coronavirus in our United States of America with and in that and in those cases over 40,000 people have died we currently outrank the next five countries below us okay that's Spain Italy Germany UK and France and France, all of them, we, we beat them, okay, our America first plan is going really good, holy cow, um, in New York, doctors and nurses, like, I read, they aren't, they aren't even allowed to, like, test themselves for the coronavirus, because the tests, they're, like, so scarce, they have to save them for their critical patients, that is insane, the federal government is also still sometimes outbidding states on purchasing protective personal protective equipment, PPE, for the hospitals. Like, I am a proud American. I've served my country for almost 10 years, okay? I love, I'm a proud American, um, and I love to brag about how dope shit is for us but I am not too keen about bragging about these statistics. Folks are dying out here because hospitals don't have enough ventilators 
um, and just regular ev- everyday things. According to you know uh, CNN, GM doesn't even think that it's going to be able to fulfill the president's order of thirty thousand uh, ventilators by the end of August. A lot of states are hitting their peak like way before that. Like now we're hit. This is like the week that a lot of a lot of states are hitting their peak. I know that sometimes we think of things like the like you know the coronavirus and and these times. I know we sometimes think of these things as like an abstract outside of our bubble or realm of care, but how can we? This is hitting so close to home for a lot of us. Right? Like right now um my mom is in a nursing home where she's pretty much has to stay because she needs to go through dialysis three times a week. Um uh also along with all of the under, the other uh, of course underlying conditions that she has. She's got to go to dialysis three times a week um and to bring her home it would expose her even more she'd have to leave their home to go to dialysis back and forth three times a week that would just expose her to miss coronavirus even more meanwhile the nurses and the caregivers in her nursing facility I guess, you know, the last couple of weeks, they've been asymptomatic. There have been no symptoms, no fevers, but have obviously been passing this virus to their patients. And at one point, you know, all the patients that had or that had contracted uh, COVID-19, they were on the third floor. But now, I guess it's so much, so many patients have it now, They can't fit on the third floor anymore. So now they're trying to keep the sick folks in their in their rooms, sometimes two in a room. Um, Thankfully, my mom has her own room and I've gotten assurances from the people there that she's not going to be. She's not going to get a roommate. She's going to be in that room by herself for the foreseeable future. Um, And they do that, I guess. to prevent, you know, of course, further spread. And I, I've just been thinking about, I've been thinking about that a lot this month. I can't even imagine what my mom has been like going through these last few weeks. Um, she's been in and out of hospitals since 9-11. Just a bit of a backstory. In the last several years, my mom has spent like an obscene amount of time in hospitals and each visit seems to kind of chip away at her a little bit, bit by bit. And I've always prided myself on being able to reach, you know, my loved ones, reach my mom in the event of whatever, accidents, hurt, harm, you name it. But I keep seeing and reading these stories of people who can't even bury like their loved ones. Like New York is burying their unclaimed and unidentified coronavirus remains um, at this uh, at, at at Heart Island. You know the way 
the way Miss Coronavirus is 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 been behaving behaving lately, I feel like this Heart Island is probably going to be like this country's largest public cemetery, and I am afraid. I'm I'm so afraid that if something happens to my loved ones, I can't save them. I can't save her. You know, I'd normally I could I I can't I can't swoop in and do whatever it is that I need to do. I can't fix whatever that needs to that needs fixing. I can't save I can save them. I can't save her. And she's always, she's always saved me. And I don't think I could forgive myself if I wasn't able to get to my own mother if she needed me. So here's another public service announcement brought to you in part by the CDC. Please take care of yourself and your community. Taking care of yourself, your friends, and your family can help you cope with stress. Helping others cope with their stress can also make your community stronger. Okay? Um, Take breaks from watching, reading, listening to news, news stories, social media, hearing about the pandemic, any of that. Listening to that stuff repeatedly can can be super upsetting. (laughs) Take care of your body. Take deep, when you feel yourself getting overstressed, take deep breaths, stretch, meditate, do what you need to do. Try to eat healthy, well-balanced meals, exercise regularly. I'm not even going to front and say that I do. Uh, I try. But exercise regularly, get plenty of sleeps, nap if you need to nap during the day. Make your kids nap with you. Force them to. Lock them in the area with a little gate or something. Or put on a TV show to babysit your kids. And please avoid alcohol and drugs. They only exacerbate things and sometimes make them worse. Um, Please take time to unwind. Try to do some other activities that you enjoy. If you like flying drones, like I I do. Um, If you like model airplanes, um, just take your mind off of this for a little bit do something else um, and connect with others you know try to talk with people you trust about whatever you're feeling or whatever you're concerned about um, yeah um, if you like I can put up some things um, about how to cope some things for parents um, because not all kids and teens respond to stress in the same way um, so it's good to, you know, look out for different signs. Um, yeah, it's good to just look out for different signs and pay attention to what your kid and what your loved ones are doing to make sure that they're okay. So that's it. That's what I wanted to share next time on our podcast. I'm going to share some of the ways that my younger millennial friends and cousins have been coping. Um, It's going to be funny. These people are ridiculous. Um, And some more stories about what's happening in our world. Until then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And this has been Her Minority Report. I hope you enjoyed it.